You understand. If you do it, you understand. If you if you understand what this means, if you do what this means, you need to be watching this. You hear the music in the background. This is all about you and all about us. All about the people around the world. Um, well, definitely in the United States, who um, made this movie Wanda Forever go up to 181 billion dollars at the box office this weekend it's not even a holiday it's all about t'challa and everybody else in wakanda shout out to the mcu thank you for one been telling folks people been asking me all on the social networks and everything when are you going to do a review of the movie? Uh, I thought about it. I was going to post it. And I was just like, you know what? I got a podcast. Indie. Things indie. Why don't I just do it there? All the way. Let's do a show. Let's get together. So that's what we're going to do. Today is all about Wakanda Forever. In my mind, I like to call it Wakanda. That's the show. All right. So just to get us in the mood, I want to play the trailer. I think it's the final trailer for the movie Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And I love it so much. Big shout out to Tim's because her cover of No Woman, No Cry was fantastic. So y'all enjoy and welcome to the indie show, All Things Indie, our special episode of Wakanda Forever. Let's go. No in, in my, my culture, culture death is not the end. end. No woman, no cry. It's more of a stepping off point. E little darling, don't shed no tear. No woman, no cry. The Black Panther has never failed to protect Wakanda. Indie show, indeed, the flow 
soul sickening. Masterminded by mastermind, the plot thickens. Good riddance to other pies, the eyes against them. Tuesday at 8 p.m., we back in business. Key is in the building, Jay is in the building. Giving the feeling that most of y'all been missing. All things indie, is it banging or whack? Can't call it, but we'll be the judge of that. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we envy, ain't no canceling this. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we envy, ain't no canceling this. How we doing? How we doing? One time for your mind. It's your man, Mastermind. You are tuned into the Indie Show, All Things Indie. What's good with you, ladies and gentlemen? I am so very happy that you guys are here. Thank you so much for uh, checking in today. Uh, I appreciate you very much. And uh, off the top, I need to shout out one of our um, platinum viewers. Uh, his name is uh, Heath Gunn. He holds us down every week. He asked, is this, let me, let me just check. I'm, I'm going to read it because he said, is this episode going to be a spoiler for the movie? Should I pull right, pull up right now? Uh, yes. This episode is going to be very spoilerific. So if you haven't seen the movie, I would suggest you check this out at a later time after you watch the movie. All right. We've gave, we gave everybody the whole weekend to go see the movie. We're not going to spoil it on social network, but we are going to get into it tonight. Please understand, all right? That is your final warning. You can, please, with all due respect, you can stick around and uh, rock with us. We would love your commentary because y'all know you're a fool. But anybody that has seen it, uh, put us on pause, all right? Because we're going to spoil it for you. But if you know people who have seen it, Go ahead and send them our way. It's the Indie Show, all things Indie. You can watch us live on VBCLife.com. All right? When you watch us on VBCLife.com, you can chat with us in real time. We love it when you uh, uh, chat with us. I love it especially because I get uh, motivated. I get supercharged. So the more comments coming at us, the better. We'll get you on the screen. We'll answer your questions and show the world your comments. You don't have to agree with us, but I do have one rule. If you're going to be a part of the show, you got to keep it 100. All right? All right. That's what's up. Uh, big shout out to Kales. Jay Kales is in the building. I appreciate you, big homie. I see you out there. All right. Spread the word. Shout out to Kansas City is uh, representing fully. This segment, I start off the show. Look, it's a very special Wakanda edition of the uh, the indie show. All right, we're gonna have the same segments, but everything is gonna have a Black Panther slant for the most part. All right, cool, got it, good. All right, uh, with that said, hey, this is a uh, hello neighbor. Hello neighbor. All right. All right. So, already shout out to um, Jay Kells and Heath Gunn. And also, ooh, where is she? She needs to uh, show up soon. Uh, Love Diva. Big shout out to Love Diva. She is our third uh, member. If you want to be a platinum 
platinum uh, viewers. All you have to do, there we go, uh, in the insiders, all you have to do is rock with us three episodes in a row. And on that third episode, you're going to be on our platinum plaque. Easy as that. I want to uh, show love to everybody that's always been um, riding with us. Spread the word, all right? Also, I want to say um, my partner in crime that's holding it down on the ones and twos and doing all the production uh for this episode and always on every episode of the indie show he is uh, my co-host but more importantly he is my producer the one and only js1 i guess i'm here yes sir yes sir happy to have you sir oh man thanks i had a wonderful weekend man um went to see wakanda forever Went out to dinner Saturday. Went out to dinner Sunday. Yeah, it was a good weekend, so I can't complain. I ate. <laughs> that's the most important part. That's what, that, when you that's eat and watch up. movies. Hey, I, I ate too. Look, I had to work on one day, and then I had this. I had this conversation with uh, JS1 offline. But mm-hmm. this whole weekend, I I cut a cord cutter. I still have cable. And our cable box went out for the weekend. So my wife laughed at me because she four hours without cable before you figure out a way to watch TV. And she says that a lot because I told you a while before um, the real world, not the real world, uh, but uh, that game show on CBS Big Brother. And there's no TV on Big Brother. So how in the heck am I going to go 30 days without TV if I can't do um, 30 hours? So it, it it was fun. Thank God for smart TVs and my Xfinity mm. Stream app. <laughs> so there's no, like, wait a minute. Big Brother doesn't come on, like, one of the apps? No, I'm talking about being on the, when you're on the show, when you're participating mm. in that house, there's no connection with the outside world. No, ah, no newspapers. Gotcha. No email, you just cut off. It's just y'all. They don't even have books, I don't think. Maybe the Bible, but that's about it. They said maybe the that's Bible, but that's it. Wow. That's literal torture. Like, yo, at least give me a book to read. Yeah. Yep. No, 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 no. They need to talk to each other and scheme and plot and everything. Miriam, what's happening? We got Memphis in the building. I, don't spoil it, ma'am. If you plan on watching, if you plan on watching this movie, I would just plug your ears before anything big happens. All right. If, if you feel like we about to say something crazy, because we are, we're gonna talk about it. This this is a safe space for us to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody on the internet. All right, cool. So if you know some people that love this movie and they want to talk about it, send them here. All right. Um, let's move on uh, to a our next segment. Previously on, hmm. uh, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Previously on, ready to die. There you go. That's all you get. There we go. Ah, yes, she saw it. Thank you. All right, I'm looking forward to your commentary too, Miriam, because um, you don't hold back. Uh, so in previously on last week's episode, what I want you to do first. On any of the uh, these apps or whatever, find the show. You can find the podcast for The Indie Show, All Things Indie. 
just put that in there. You're going to find it. You're going to see the modified Outcast logo with the indie show name on it. That's us. Click on it. Last and go to vbclife.com. You will see last week's episode. So you can hear the podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. JS Swan, what did you think of our interview with Michael Neal? Uh, I definitely had a. I had some interesting, uh, you know, it was an interesting day. We we didn't get to do the post uh, episode, no. uh, but I, it was an interesting episode. Uh, he left kind of abruptly. Um, yo, it was it was it was dope. Like he, everybody had some strong opinions about the music segment. So like you know that was yeah. that was different. Uh, yo, I thought we had fun, especially once we got to the games. I definitely thought that was super fun. Um, yo, it was a good night, and, and it moved quick. It just felt like the whole show blew, breezed by so fast. It, it it really did, and one of the main reasons he left early is because he got a phone call from Universal Records. So, um, it was hard for him to stick around. You know, he helping out folks at Universal. So it was it was really cool, and in small world. He's good people with Miriam. That's good hey. people, uh, people, you know, with Miriam. So I have my world, yeah. Mikhail hey, says uh, Mike was all about his business. Mm-hmm. He pulled That's no punches. That is true. Because if you have thin skin, he uh, was going to talk about you and your music. But uh, yeah, I like the way that he was uh, breaking that. Break- Breaking down on the and we'll judge that. Yeah, it's definitely it. All right. With that said, you are special. With that said, I'm ready to uh, introduce our guest for tonight. All right. So we're about to get into it. And right now, from the Black Nerd Podcast, you can find that on VVC Life. Sundays at 6 p.m. I want to go to Ink Boy. Oh, snap. I'm in. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Yo, brother. Hey, it's, it's all good. And now, look, uh, I don't know if these folks are uh, on CP time or what. But we have uh, we put out an invitation for uh, Drew Garrett, who's on our past uh, guest. He is going to be part of this Wakandan Embassy uh, conversation we're going to have for our discussion panel, and another member of the uh, Black. He's been in what fashionably late. You will see them pop up. Also joining the conversation, uh, JS1. Uh, he is part of that podcast as well. So all of us, we're going to get into it. So we're going to be answering questions and posting comments that y'all have on the chat. All right. So I'm looking forward. We're about to get in there. You don't have to agree with us. Just keep it 100. Defend your platform. Another thing I want to say, if you are shy, Okay, if you are shy and you don't feel like you can just be on camera and everything, you can leave me a voicemail. You can leave me a voicemail right there. (laughs) You do that, and then I will figure out a way to play it live on the air. No worries. 
uh, if I don't play it on the air, it's definitely going to go on my podcast. Got it? So that's how we're getting it in. So for the shy people, I'm putting that on so you will be able to participate in some form of fashion. All right. Nice. So one of the things I like to do, Big Boy, I like okay. to introduce, let, let my guests introduce themselves, all right? And we call this segment Elevator Pitch. Who the hell do you think you are? Who's supposed to go first? <laughs> well, he's going to tell us who to go first. All right. And then uh, in Elevator Pitch, uh, in elevator pitch, uh, Ink Boy, you will have 20 seconds to uh, pitch yourself uh, to uh, tell us anything and everything about you. Make it good because if it's terrible, I'm gonna just say thank you for stopping. I have to <laughs> see you later. All right, okay. so no pressure, no pressure whatsoever. All the pressure All right. in the world. I'm at day one. Hold on. I'm ready. Oh, Hold on, yes, sir. Look at that. No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm taking it back. No, no. All right. I'm... Oh, all right. Gosh, <laughs> <is> real. <laughs> all right. All right. Three, two, one, go. I'm Ink Boy to Dawn. I'm a tattoo artist. I own a couple of shops. I have mobility bus that I do tattoos on. I'm an author. Um, I do hair and strip part time. My stripper name is Tired in the Knot. Done. <laughs> well, dang, we found out everything. <laughs> what is that, that was, coming? That was, yeah, that was nothing more to that story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted to know anything else. It just it went downhill quick. <laughs> All right, that shit was scary. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, cool. Hey, you are here, so we're gonna keep this thing moving. The name of this uh segment is called New Phone Uh Who This? Who this? <laughs> New Phone Who This? New Phone Who This? You ready? All right. So this uh, this segment right here is uh, interactive. So people that are watching, you can answer these same questions. All right. Oh wait, uh, Jay Jay Gales is stupid. He said, uh, "What show is this again?" <laughs> you were <retarded. laughs> All right. So here we go. These questions I'm gonna ask you some rapid fire questions. All you have to do is just answer them honestly. Just keep it 100. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ink Boy, this is about you. And JS1, these are brand new questions, so you can answer as well. All right? Okay. All right, here we go. First you want me to start with the new? On the screen. You want me to start with a new question, or you want me to go with one of the old ones? Old stuff. All right. The, we go with the old classic. Stuff and then we're going to end with the new. Boo! Oh man! How do you do like, you your, like grits? your grits? Cheese, sugar, salt and pepper, or butter? I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't like grits. I consider them slave food. That's so disrespectful, yo. We have, but he kept it 100. So he gets props from me. 
That's what Thank I'm you. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's so disrespectful. He I don't make questions. Like, I do not make questions. Uh, yo. Oh, my God. This fool said, this uh, question <laughs> This question has broken up families. Boy, he got and that is not a lie. It is not a lie. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Georgia. There is nothing better than that's not the what. Hold up, Damn. where the mastermind he, go? He, he, he walked <laughs> off the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. How you walk off your own show? Grit. I had to go. I was there. Yeah. Um. Yes. That's the question. That's the questions that are from the um Black Panther questions. All right, all right, cool, cool. All right, what's that? Uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. No. Okay. All right, Mastermind normally reads these. Are you all right? <laughs> no, I'm good. Just... Anyway, are you, can you see whatever it? order we going in. All right. Yeah, I see a favorite oh, black I, Panther. Oh, I didn't know you wanted me to play them in order that you placed them. Like you never said that. I didn't know. So I just put whatever uploaded, I just put I'm clicking on them. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. Uh favorite uh Black Panther quote. Um to me, I gotta say yes. when uh Michael B. Jordan was like, What you ain't think the ancestors exist? <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a good one. All right. I got you. What about you, Jay? Yo, I ain't going to lie to you. I literally was scouring, you know, like YouTube for like clips so I could pull a, a, a line from the movies. But uh, definitely the one uh, from Wakanda Forever where Shorty is making fun of her for having an ashy head. And I think I have that yeah. clip. <laughs> Which is so disrespectful. Like, it is just really, really crazy. Um, where is this one? Is this the right one? Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. But anyway, um, I ain't going to go super crazy on y'all. Um, but, like, yeah, there's a scene um, where the young girl is, like, uh, about to get kidnapped. And, uh, you know, the kidnapper is obviously one of the beautiful Wakandan warrior women with her haircut. And she made fun of her for having an ashy forehead. So I'll just leave that there. And that's my quote. So uh, go ahead. Ashy forehead. I got you. Miriam said that was funny. So she co she's co-signing on you with it. Uh, and uh, she also said her favorite was, hey, auntie. Yeah. So that, that was, that was a good one. That was. And Jake Phil's. JKL stole mine. He uh, said, um, "We don't do that here. Best ever." So that was gonna be mine as well. Uh, big shout out, hey Drew Garrett is in the building. Filmmaker extraordinaire, how you doing, brother? I think you're stuck in traffic. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm reaching out to y'all stuck in the DMV trying to get some work done. Yeah, I'm not sure if you hear me or you on my side. Yeah, man. Man, you know they don't close till five o'clock out here, bro. So it's only it's only five five twenty five. Ah, DMV. I made them do some overtime. Okay then. Yes. I got you. Yes, yes. Well, we happy we happy to have you, sir. 
Thank your you. favorite uh, Black Panther quote? Um. Thank you. Let me let me see. Oh, he on delay. Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. I'm get, I'm not. I'm not getting the um. A bad connection. Hold on. There we go. He on the bad connection. We gonna work. We gonna we gonna work that out. All right. Next question. <laughs> How were you introduced to Black Panther? Movie, comic book, cartoon, or a uh, toy? Uh, me, comic books. Uh, JS1, I, w- let you go first. I would have to agree. I was introduced. Books, which one? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I've always been more of a uh, of a uh, of a, uh, a, a, a X Men fan. You know what I'm saying? So I'm quite sure it was probably parlayed through some X-Men thing or something. Um, but to be honest with you, like I wasn't super duper aware for real. Like I'm I, I remember seeing like scenes or like maybe a comic book in a store that was based on him and I didn't know exactly what the make of it. So I, you know what I mean, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Like, yo, I used to read all of them and da da da. Like, I really didn't get seriously into it until the Marvel Universe started popping, and then they're bringing all of that stuff, and I was like, wow, this this is a serious character. So then mm-hmm. after after the films, I literally went and bought all of the novels, and I've got those. But like, you know, as a as a kid, it wasn't at the forefront for, for me. You know what I mean, and that's because I'm I'm trash as a as a human being. You know, just being <laughs> no, I got this. Mm-hmm. He is trash. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, don't choke, bro. Facts. See, that, that's the that's the ancestors. You up there talking about grits? They trying to make a choke. <laughs> Look, so like mid mid nineties. All right, so back in college, UGA, um, mid nineties. One day I was going to come and the uh, dude that owned the store was like, yo, there's this new book, uh, Black Panther, that came out. I mean, this wasn't the original one, but, you know, somebody finally redid it. Uh, Christopher mm-hmm. Priest, a brand new um, Black Panther comic book. It was nonlinear storytelling. Artwork was fantastic. And really red. I knew of <laughs> but I had never read anything about Black Panther until then and then after that I was on I needed everything Black Panther when Reginald Hoodland came next with his series oh I scooped that up real quick and I started chatting with Reginald Hoodland um, through email because I was like yo you know you writing a book now bang boom bang so it's I've been for a long time so when Panther first came out in theaters, you know I had to be there because I was just like, I was down like four flyers since the uh, mid nineties. So like you had a you had like and, a at least a cordial. Uh, ba- uh, um, you had a cordial relationship with the writer, so you were able to have back and forth emails with him. Yeah, because what had happened was when he wrote Black Panther. <clears throat> The voice that he was using, he was coming across 
as a black dude <laughs> rather than some little African, right? So he had, you know, sometimes you, you can write author or whatever of a book. They'll respond. Y'all just, you know, just chat it up. So he actually responded. You know, he told me what his position was. And then from that point, I saw oh, he kept it 100 with me. And then I started reading it. And then as I read it, I was just like, oh, I see where he's going with this. And it's definitely one of my favorites. You know, uh, it's a different tone than the uh, Christopher Priest version. Because Christopher Priest, his main character, well, he was telling the story from Everett Ross's, the white man's perspective, which was smart mm. because then it'd be like, hey, okay, we got this white dude telling the story. I'm white, so I want to, well, let me check this book out or whatever. And so it won't get canceled, you know. But then Reginald Hudlin, his stuff was black. I'm t- talking about it's uh, unabashed every minute of it. Got you, got you, got you. All right. All right. I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, so is it the Dora Milaje or Midnight Angels? Um, I have a question. Who are the Midnight Angels? It was those two women in the um the, the two disgraced more uh, Dora Milaje who had the new suits that could fly and everything. Oh, got you. I'm going with the Dora Milaje. I'm sorry. I like them. They too hard. They too hard. They too hard. Right. Uh, you, you, they ain't got no suits. They fine as hell. Spears and bald heads turns me on every time. I'm just, I can't front. <laughs> Uh, Ink Boy, what you what you feeling? No, nah, I would take them as well. Uh, the two uh, chicks, well, the two females with the suits or whatever. Um, they look they look special, but like, yeah, I'll take the ball head ones. Mm, thank you, J. Kells, for being real. All right, thank you for not. Next question. You know, thank you for not fronting. All right, all right, I, all right, all right. I appreciate it. Look, I was trying to Google <laughs> on the side, like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we ain't nerds. We about to lose our nerd card. Hey, favorite Black Panther villain, Killmonger, Claw, Namor, or or Colonizers? Uh, I'm going to give it to the new guy. Honestly, he was definitely uh, vicious, and he has, you know, a a plan B with all of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Play it smooth, and he, he got, like, more shit in the works down like they come down the line for real so uh he he was actually kind of scary for real especially like hearing him in like you know saying that dobie sound and everything like that and you know say he threatened the queen like it was nothing you know saying? <laughs> it was real real ms oh yeah he was he was definitely a g for that <laughs> nah man i'm what about you, you uh Jaya? Yeah, the real the real enemy here in this film, uh, the real menace is definitely the white people. Oh, and, you're uh, America, yes, okay, if you're doing that. And the colonizers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yo, any, any, I mean, just white people in general. You know what I mean? Because like, if you really watch the film, 
That's how we got canceled. It's, it's, right it's white people. It's, it's, yeah, right. Facts. That's how white people came messing around with Namor's land. And then Namor go to the... And that's how it all rolls out of control, man. So, like, yo, Namor is an innocent bystander, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, Namor, that dude is on another level. He was going to win either way. Interesting thought process. Not the way I would have put it, but salute to you. Oh, yeah. Look, look. Look, one... I like the way that they redid Namor. We can get into that later, but I like the way that they redid Namor. But from now on, I'm calling him Namor uh, of his um, MCU background. is forever going to be Namor because I just like when he said that, I was just like, okay, that's fire. All right. Mm. So, JS, since we're talking to him, can you go ahead and pull up? uh when he uh speech yes sir i can that's per that's that's definitely the move hold on let me remove this let me add this and then um pull up that oh, let's see which one which one there we go yeah my man he, he he came in with the big introduction and let's play what reason, what reason did you have to reveal your secret to the world? What a woman who enjoys herself. Who, who are, are you? you? I had many names. My people call me. But my enemies call me Namor. Get out of my door. Get out. <laughs> too much too much too fast. So um I don't know where Mastermind went. So uh <laughs> it's the Black Nerd Podcast takeover. Like right. I don't even understand what's going on. Like how right. he go? How he just? Oh what my bad. Like wait, what? what happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted to know what happened to you, yo. You just disappeared. Like oh, no, was like what's good? we can have an empty. <laughs> we can have an empty seat for a second. Captain Kirk was able to get up and walk around sometimes. True. Goodness. Well, you had to go to the bathroom. Like, ain't trying to take a piss in the in, in the middle of a clip. Um, well, what, what's the next question? Boom. Did, Did you, you read, read Black Panther, uh, Black Panther before the movie, after the movie, or there's a comic? See. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it was definitely after after the films, and I'm not I'm not gonna lie about that. After the first one, after the first one, I was on it. I was on it like heavy, heavy. So, uh, Ink Boy, what what about you? Was you was it before the movies or after? The movies? <clears throat> um, I won't say that I read the comics, but I do have the DC and the Marvel encyclopedias, and so like after the movie, you know what I'm saying. Um, I got to get more information on him about like you know him being with like Storm and all that type of cool stuff. Um, whoa, 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 run that back. What Black Panther used to date Storm? Well, you know, like it's like those they were like, multiverses, yeah, but you know, this there's different like universes for real in, inside of universes and shit. So it's like you know, what I'm saying one of his stories is he was with Storm for real. Mm, it was, this is not a different yeah. multiverse. This was regular sure? universe. They were married. Hey, I'm positive they were married, and then she broke it off with him. This is so all like, in, in uh, continuity. Okay. Mm. 
Mm, mean, that makes mm, sense. Mm, mm, mm. Got yeah. you. So I was giving it the benefit mm. of the doubt. I I can't mm. allow this to be a DC type of situation. So I, you know, I <laughs> I'll make up a lie I real got quick no. to defend Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I feel you, but no, they were actually they were together. Um, it was uh, everybody knew about it. Then they broke up. They still reference it from time to time. They're still cool. They still got love for each other, but they are no Yo, longer together. Yeah, my problem is is um yeah I I love Storm and uh if if I can't have Storm nobody can Ooh, have Storm. I like I like so, JK's like, statement. I uh, I think his son is going to get the storm storyline. Hmm. That might be hard. I can see that. That might be super hard. You know. Let's let's let's, let's make sure we touch on that in the discussion bed. portion. Uh, no, and I definitely got you on that. Well, next question. All right. All right. We got time for okay, that. Boys, Which... If you had your own if you had your own theme music, what would it be? Um Probably uh, Capone and Noriega. Uh, <laughs> shit, I can't even think of the name of the song for real. You, you know what? Cameron, take him to church. <clears throat> oh, dang. But the fact that you didn't even really have to think about it, that's what's up. I told everybody my name Odiodi Dopalicious by Outcast. I like that. I like that. I like that. Like JS, that. you going to do one of your songs? Ah, outcast funky ride you know what i'm saying like that's that's gonna that's gonna be my theme music you know what i'm saying that's that's real that's real y'all if you don't know nothing about it you don't know nothing about it you know what i'm saying too hard for the radio by mac dre yeah yo let's go bro that's what i'm talking about okay yo i love jk questions left let's go Mm, who's your favorite comic book character? I got mine. All right. Uh, 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 uh. I'm gonna go. Hey, yo, Mastermind, you go first. Cause I, I want to know your answer. Like, who's your favorite? It's it is T'Challa because T'Challa is a beast in the comic book world. This man is two steps ahead of everybody. He has a plan, kind of like Batman, but he has way more money. And his intelligence is way high. He's one of the top five smartest people in the Marvel Universe. He uh, is, is royal, but he's cool in the mug, too. So, T'Challa, ever since I started reading, <sighs> I was like, yo, this is that dude. Yo, and that's the crazy part. Like, he is uh, portrayed as a super smart person in the comic books. But in the movies, they don't play him stupid, but... He doesn't seem to be, it, it seems like he plays most of, he plays catch up a lot of times. You know what I mean? He doesn't always seem to be ahead of the curve on everything. And that's not, that's something I really don't like. They don't, like, they, you know, Tony Stark's intelligence is played up to the maximum. You know what I mean? But it doesn't seem like yeah. they did the same thing. Like, you know, it's like, all right, T'Challa is noble and suave and cool and all these other things. But they don't play up his intelligence as, mm. as the same way they play up Tony Stark's. So when Reginald Hudlin created um, Shuri, his sister, because he never really had, when he first created back in the 60s or whatever, he never had a sister. He didn't have a sister when the 90s book came out, all right? Mm -hmm. So when Reginald Hudlin created it, he gave her a sister, and she mm -hmm. is highly intelligent. 
So they use that in the movies. So we're going to show love to her, let her have the super high IQ. I mean, you know, it's like a brother-sister thing. He is smart, but uh, he's on her level, but she's just a little bit more, all right? So let her mm. focus on the tech stuff while he's running the country and doing his superhero stuff. So, yeah, mm -hmm. he's intelligent, but no, they're not giving him big brain type intelligence on camera like they did <clears throat> Tony and like they probably will with uh, Reed Richards. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. All right. No, we got that one already. And then this is the last one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Day daylight savings. Do you prefer to uh, spring forward, fall back, or neither? I hate daylight savings. Yeah, I heard that America's the only place that does that. I shit, used so it's kind of stupid. So your answer, huh? Yeah, I'm saying it, like you know we need all the damn daylight, especially living in Baltimore, that we can get. Like I don't want to go to the store when the sun goes down. Mm. I'm just saying. I think everybody is hating. Even uh, J. Carroll says, "Leave my time alone." I used to be <laughs> a fan of fallback, like I get an extra hour. But it feels like we fell back two hours because it is way too dark when I come yeah. home after work. It wasn't that dark. It wasn't even close to dark before I fell back. So I'm just like, mm -hmm. man, somebody messing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, I would have to say, boy, you have passed uh, New Phone Who This. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, can I make one statement real quick? <clears throat> Go for it. Uh, my three characters would have been uh, Thanos, Gore, the uh, God Butcher, and uh, Howard the Duck. We can move forward now. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about the movie versions or the comic book versions? Um. With uh gore, definitely like the comic books. Um Thanos from the movie, um, he touched on some valid points. And Howard the Duck, I just appreciated that he was Marvel. Yeah. Did you watch the movie back in the day? What Howard the Duck? I got I think that's excited. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the shit. Uh, that white dude from uh, Ferris Bueller was scary as all hell. Yeah, that's a super fact. That's a super all right. Fact. So what I want to do now? We're gonna switch gears. For uh, switch gears for tonight's, we'll be the judge of that. I want to uh, just play a little bit of Rihanna's new song from the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, okay. Um, give me just a second, please. Just a moment. Uh, this uh, is the uh, indie show, all uh, things uh, indie, your man, Mastermind. Thank you for tuning in. It's about time after this music video. We're going to get into the discussion. We're going to keep it 100. We're going to talk about each and everything that's going on. Mm hmm. 
Yup. And that and that and alright. It's in here somewhere. And let's go. try to keep from getting cut off here <laughs> all right that was rihanna people jkl said rihanna might as well move to wakanda after leaving me for asap rocky mm. he mm, digs the song, i definitely though. agree with that yeah is he threatening her so one of the questions <laughs> I want to ask, is this song better than uh, Kendrick's music from the original Black Panther? No real comparison. It's just a great song to go with the movie. Can't we just like it? No. Um, no, we I got to choose. This is what we do. I, I don't. I, I, the, first, the first soundtrack, 10 times better, way more cohesive. Um, I definitely loved it. The energy was high. Um you know, I respect Rihanna. I love Rihanna to to some degree, but I don't like this record. So, you know, it is what it is. Man, shout out to her. Yeah. Out, out, outside of this song, I think it is... Well, I haven't even listened to the soundtrack. I've heard a lot of score. So the score that I like, but the album, I haven't heard anything. Um, I feel like the the first soundtrack uh, uh uh film score was definitely like groundbreaking for what it was. You know what I mean? Because you have this Caucasian composer coming in, and he's 
he creates this beautiful score using, you know, all of these uh, African elements and African instruments, you know, mixed in with all of this pop, pop and hip hop mixed together. I mean, it was a phenomenal display. I respect them for bringing it back around for this film, but just kind of subduing it and not making it as out front. I mean, of course, there's still the little hints of, you know, the little sound effects and the usage of, you know, the instrumentation. But it was more, um, it was more, yeah, it was, well, I mean, the first one was way African, but I feel like this was more in the background. Like, you know what I'm saying? The first film was like more, you know, played up for dramatic effect because you had the king and you he's trying to display his power but because this film is so solemn and there's so much uh weight to the film and what's going on on the scenes i don't feel like they they didn't the music plays its perfect role of balancing out the scenes and filling spaces without like over overshadowing the moments you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like when it needed to be quiet in the film the film was quiet you know what i'm saying but when you needed you know when when those scenes needed that little bit of assistance the music doesn't overpower you know it's just not like oh they crying and then the music goes (laughs) and the king's dead oh like it's 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 very it's very subtle it's very you know what I'm saying? It's very, it, yo, it really does a great job of accompanying the scene and not taking over the scene. And I got to mm. give them props for that, man. Cause when you got endless, when you have an endless budget, like they had to do this film, most of the time people's, especially in Hollywood, their thought process is to overdo it. Hey, we got to do it 10 times better. Like we got to have more graphics. We got to have more explosions. We got to have more music. Bring in, 200 pieces of the orchestra let's make the music go like you know what i mean like so it was so beautiful that they that they they did that you know they invested in the right places but they don't go over top and and that was the thing that i love so i'm I'm shutting up no that is true uh ludwig which is uh did his thing once again uh he won an oscar if i'm not uh mistaken Mm -hmm. um the last movie so this one, the the score I like. I just don't know anything about the uh, soundtrack. So we mm. will see because when Kendrick made his soundtrack for a movie was on uh, was black. Everything. Oh yeah, that was a black movie. His music was black, and it went with it. And. Right. Mm-hmm. Other than Tim's, other than Tim's and Rihanna, I haven't heard anything else. I didn't even really hear any other music in the movie. Um, yeah, I can't right. think I heard any either. Yeah, I, I, I so felt I like um, the, yeah. The reason why I feel like uh, Kendrick is so perfect for that film is because he balances, you know, uh, uh, an urban aggressive hip hop sound with social commentary and all around creativity. So like, you know what I'm saying? He he can give you a pop record, but it still be very hip hop and very conscious. And like Black Panther, it it is it's a it's a blending of all of those things. It's pop culture blended with a social message, uh, and it doesn't ignore the plight of the black community. You know what I'm saying? It it's, it uses all of that to empower the characters and to to color the story. And like it, it, Kendrick does the same thing 
you know, in the creation of the music. That's why, in my opinion, it was such a beautiful marriage. Yeah, and Ryan Coogler being from uh, Oakland, it, that sound helps push his story and whatever he wanted to come across in his directing. So you Facts. marry all of that together. You marry all that together. It was just like he Ryan is telling the story that he wants to tell with the sound that he wants that makes him feel good. And right. all together it works. And I don't think you could have done another Kendrick album because a majority of this movie is pretty much international. We spend our time in Wakanda. Then we spend some time in Tolokan. All right. Mm -hmm. So we got we got this Mayan culture. We got this um, African culture going on. And it would sound real weird for some rap <laughs> to come on during any of these scenes. You know, that's that's my take mm -hmm. on that. They could have played Daddy was Yankee. I'm just playing. They definitely could have. They definitely could have. Um, I, I, di I disagree. I feel like if if the art was done right, you know, I mean, if, if the songs were, you know, if the song fit the scene, it could work. Nah. Um, but this, this film was so very solemn and serious and uh, thoughtful in so many places. I felt like the aggression of hip hop would have pushed you know, it would have pushed the energy in the wrong direction. So, I, I, you know, it definitely but, would have. All right, right so right, we're right. gonna go ahead and switch gears. We're about to get into it. Uh, this is our one-one uh, session, and but I like to call this one-on-one with the Wakandan Embassy. We are I all can't believe that it's finally me and you and you and me, just us. My bad. Go ahead. We, no, you good. We we gonna get it in this week. If you haven't seen the movie, this is your time to step out. If you have seen the movie, I want you to participate. I want you to ask your questions. Hey, even if you want to do do the voicemail, you can do that. But we about to get in it. We about to talk about it. So, like I said in the beginning, people ask me what was my take on the movie, and as you can probably already tell. I really love this movie. I was blessed with some uh, free tickets to go see Wakanda Forever when the Wednesday before the early Thursday night uh, showing. Big shout out to Ryan Cameron. Thanks for the, the tickets. And so I took my daughter. It was a daddy-daughter date night, and we went out to see it. They had it at the Fox. I should have sent y'all the information about um, the premiere. Inside the theater, they had a drum line come through just playing some drums. I, I don't know what uh, high school it was, but they came was like, what the heck is this? So they played That's for a hard. while, then they walked out. And then, oh, super hard. So I have it posted you didn't on record it? Uh, my IG. Oh. Yeah, I recorded it on my phone. So it's on okay. IG and Facebook. I posted it. Um, if I didn't, I will. I don't think I, I will, but I did post to start the movie out. Ruth Carter, the costume director, she spoke for about a minute introducing the film. So, to see Ruth on stage with us, and she 
got a round of applause. So that was kind of tight. I didn't see any trailers. We went straight into it. And speaking of straight into it, they went straight to it. It was just yeah. like, yo, dying. It's like they didn't give you any time. And one of the things I liked about that was they married that with Chadwick's with Chadwick's life. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's that's it right there. That's that's the drum line. Both yeah, sides. Yeah, that's dope as hell. Then they went up front. Then they went up front. They were just jamming. So everybody who was actually in the film, this was the cast, the Atlanta cast and crew party. I mean, premiere. So everyone mm. behind the scenes, all the actors that was based in Atlanta, they were all there doing this um, this screening. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. It was live. So, um, so Ruth Carter spoke. So, yo, I like how we didn't know that Chadwick was sick. We didn't mm. know Chadwick was sick, and he kept that from everyone. And just like the movie, we found out towards the tail end that he is sick. We found out to tell him that he is sick in real life as well as on this movie. So I like how they just merged the two together. It was just like, yo, this man has passed. He is T'Challa. This is the storyline we're going to run with. They almost made me tear up a few times in this movie. <laughs> they almost, it, was, it was dusty in this mug. But... I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. It is two hours and 40 minutes long, but it doesn't feel long. And the only reason I looked at my time because I had to use the bathroom and I was just like, yo, how long is this, this movie? But it was, it was a quick 240 and I just everybody go see it. I love the, uh, the villain Namor. He is up there as one of the best MCU villains this dude is calculating smart and if it wasn't for a heat stroke he might have beat down everybody <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> it, how you gonna be able to fly and be as strong as the hulk anyway mm. so yeah it's other stuff i want to talk but i have other people i have guests i want to get their uh, <laughs> opinions and comments and we're just gonna mash it all together we agree we may disagree but this is where the fun is this is the indie show, all things indie. It's the Honda Forever conversation. All you right. Go, JS, you the floor is yours. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Ink. Okay, so my initial take of the movie when I seen the trailer, I was scared for the simple fact because I was like, dang, they about to pair blacks against the freaking, you know, the Mayan slash like Mexicans for real. And I'm like, we're kind of like on the same page. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why would they want? I was more so looking at the division of us and like the United States and then the world. So I, I was going at it, looking at it like, you know, that is not like a great thing for me. But the way they like panned it out and it was like a smooth, like, like, you know, handoff. You know what I'm saying? Where watching the movie, um, you felt it for uh, the king. You were scared for the princess. Um, you did not know where it was going to go. And then at the end, I'm like, damn, is this going to be like Avatar? Is this about to like, you know, have like a, a division of us amongst the world? And no, nah, 
like you know what I'm saying they had like a nice smooth connection uh, of like you know what I'm saying them coming together and, and I really 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 appreciated that because I was like I don't know where this is going now I was looking at my watch because I was like Ooh, they don't got that much time to bring this shit home. <laughs> like, I yeah, that's, yeah, there was a lot of story to develop. That, yeah, hold on, I definitely agree. There's a lot of story to develop, and there was so much going on, even with some of the deaths. It was still a lot, and then when it, I was like, yeah. "How are you going to wrap up all of this?" And then, like, you know, I'm in the back of my mind, like, how are you going to connect me to the biggest story and wrap yeah. all of this all up at the same time? So, yeah, I definitely. But they agreed. did it though, like, yo. It, time yeah, they definitely ticking. did it. We yeah, they lost definitely mad did. People, I could have swore we had a whole uh, submarine boat full of Africans <laughs> to That's where it was six of them, like you know, trying to fend off a whole nation. <laughs> and uh, like um, when um, Shorty was talking about her mother, and like you know how she was like she was ready to like you know fuck up the whole entire world for her. Like, I understood that, but then I also understood, um, I can't think of the guy's name, when he was like, I don't want to have my people fighting forever. And then, like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, she had to pull, like, the whole gangster card, like, listen, this is what we're about to do, In Baku. you're about to help me. Yeah, this is what we're about to do, and you're going to help me. And I was just like, goddamn scary women. <laughs> like, he, he's bigger and everything. Could have just said no, but he was just like, all right. <laughs> Well, I, I I I definitely can agree with that. I mean, but also, um, that this uh, you know, that moment was the moment that Sherry steps into fully. Like it's 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 a part of the story, and you see her, uh, gr- you know, that was her moment of accepting the fact that she's in charge, and then you know she made a decision, and now she's standing on the decision, and then now she has to. You know, th- there's a point when you become in charge that you got to flex on niggas to let people yeah, know is, yeah, that I'm in charge. Is not, and she that, is in charge, charge. Right, right, right. And it was yeah, like, it was one of those moments. Now. Right. And she, he, he and was, she had the suit on. And she had the suit on. So right, and she like, had the suit on. Right, <laughs> right. So, like, it's not that she didn't have no respect for him, but it was like, it was that moment that she had to be like, all right, bro, I heard you. Now get in line. Like, I ain't trying to hear all that. Like, you know what I mean? And it's she almost like, yo, you need to. She deep yeah. yeah, it's like, you got to bend the knee. Like, are you going to bend the knee or do me and you got a problem? You right. know, he's just like, nah, I'm cool. Let's go ahead and do what we got to do. You know what I mean? And I, that was a, that was a huge moment in that film because she was, she's always been headstrong. But she never, like, if you notice, Shuri never pushed her belief on anybody else. She never tried to get anybody to go along with her unless it was like, yo, everybody about to die. Like, let's do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But even in those moments, she would defer to other people. Like, all right, I got some idea, but what you think we should do? So, like, for her to even step into that moment and just be like, I've made a decision. This is what we're going to do. So, like, that was a, that was a huge turn, and I love that. I, I love the subtleness of her evolution. Like, in the yeah. beginning of the film, you know, she just wanted to be in a lab. You know what I mean? She didn't want to have to do that. Her mother's dragging her out and trying to have that conversation and her actively, you know, doing what kids do. Like, you're going to listen to yeah. your parent, but you're going to ignore them at the same time. Yeah, yeah, my, I get grief it. Yeah, is a, yeah. grief, grief, grief is a mug, and she mm-hmm. was she was dealing. Mm-hmm. You know, because... That dude, brother, sister, that relationship is strong. And mm-hmm. as much as they played around with each other, her and 
and Chadwick had great on-screen chemistry. They looked they look like, alike. Look at them. They, like, they, 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 mm-hmm. they worked well together. So I don't think it was hard for her to feel sad and going through some pain of missing her brother and in, in those mm-hmm. scenes because we we felt it. And she didn't want, like you said, right. she didn't want to do anything but stay in her lab and try to save her brother. She is one of the mm-hmm. smartest brains out there, and she couldn't recreate the um the the herb. And right. it was killing her that she was so smart that she couldn't save her brother. I, I feel like she was putting a lot of pressure on herself. She felt guilty for not being able to save her brother, and it was right. just driving her just to think mad. And yeah. for there to be some unspoken illness that takes out her brother and it's a silent killer that even medicine and magic can't fix. You got hey, to feel real. Jay Kells, he got a valid point with his uh question he just posed. Oh yeah, yes, I'm about yeah. we about to get to it. We okay. about to get to it. I'm about I'm gonna uh, set that up because I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet Hashtag recast T'Challa, and it's it it bother it bothers me. I can honestly say it bothers me every time I see recast T'Challa because I'm just like, really? If we if we did, what would the storyline be? Why? If if the actors, so Ryan Coogler stated he didn't want to do it. He asked the cast and crew, should they do it? And everybody was just like, no, we're not going to recast the child. All right. And I know people, it's there's no winners in this. We recast the child. You're going to still have people complaining, talking about, mm, he ain't as good <laughs> as Chadwick. <laughs> All right. Why they do that? Why they pick him? All right. No one was going to be satisfied. And all of a sudden, it's looking like a daytime soap opera playing the role of T'Challa is going yeah. to be such and such. It's just in the middle of this, it's like, okay, so just to say what you were saying, uh, Jay Kales asked the question. Well, first of all, he said it took a lot of courage to not to fall under the pressure to recast. Mm-hmm. So he's asking us this next question. Y'all ready? It says yep. it's a lot of reviews about it not having a male lead. Didn't matter to me. How do y'all feel about that? So this is two part I want to put out to y'all. What do y'all feel about them not recasting T'Challa? Because I feel like uh, the people are saying the black men are saying our one black hero that they actually saying that our one black hero the MCU doesn't exist anymore. They killed him off. I can't believe it. Now they're bowing down and giving the role to a woman. I don't like My it. My dude really died. Him. He like really died. Like he didn't say he didn't want to do it no more. Well, like, they recast uh, other people before people die. They can recast. They just yeah, try to get rid of the black man. Nah, that shit is never good to me. Like when they was like they redoing Blade, I'm like, I don't care how much the dude shares the nose with Wesley Snipes. I don't want nobody. Wesley Snipes is still alive. He can still do a roundhouse kick. Let my man still be Blade. But anyway, back to this movie. I don't think it's an issue. I think like people are just taking too much too far 
And I am normally one of those folks, like, you know what I'm saying? Like with, with the, you know, when you break down the whole concept of like Avatar and then the way I was saying, like they kept, they pairing the Mexicans against the blacks, but I did not see it as, um, you know, they making it too feminine or there's no male roles. It's like my homeboy Chad is not here, but we have to proceed with the movie because, you know what I'm saying? We want the movie. We needed the movie. And that's all they did was like fill the void. I don't feel like this is one of those cases where they're trying to take away like the black man's, you know, masculinity and just give it all to females for real. So I, I've seen it in other things. I don't think that this is the case for real. JS1, what you got? It's a lot of women superheroes in the MCU nowadays. It's really interesting. That's all I got to say. Oh, JS1, oh, come on. Look, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> two out of three ain't bad. Come on, keep it 100, dog. Mean? Keep it 100. Yo, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Two out of three. All right, look, 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 look. Captain America's female now. Uh, 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 not Arrow. He's not Arrow. It's uh, Captain America, the black dude. Yo, he was just. There was just a chick in uh, in 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 uh, multiverse of madness. What are you talking about? You got you uh, uh, Captain America was that they turned her into a chick. What about Anthony Mackie? No, no, she's not America. That's Britain. Oh, all right. Well, she they she, they said she was Captain America at one point. Then you got uh the, the dude that shoot the arrows. That's a girl. That's a girl now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You yeah, know what I'm saying? A, now, now, a young lady. That's a yeah, young right, lady. Right. And that's think about Young Avengers. Young Avengers, but continue. There you go. You got Marvels. You know Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. Uh, you got uh you got She Hulk replacing Hulk. All right, and then you got uh, who else is replacing somebody? Oh, now you got a girl replacing yeah. Iron Man. You got a girl replacing Iron Man, so we she, don't got no more Hulk, Iron Man. Why you think She Hulk is replacing the original Hulk? I don't see it as they can't coexist. Yeah, I don't know. We see. Characters. I don't know. They haven't. They haven't told us nothing, so we don't know. They can just get rid of all of them. We and then now you got the black. The Black Panther is gone, and now we got a female Black Panther. So that's like, what is that? All right, we had nine, right? We had nine. Um, which I don't have a problem with the numbers, but like, do we have any more male? Uh, is there any more males in the eight, uh, Marvel universe? That's all I'm asking. Like, I mean, like, I I liked we some got, of these. We got War Machine. We got War Machine. All right, that's one. And you got two. Well, actually, Ant Man is going to be replaced by the Wasp. So, like, they're going to stomp on the Ant, and they're going to up, they're going to upstream the Wasp. <laughs> I was just playing, but I mean, like, yo, I can see how I can see how, like, you know, fans who've been in love. You also got to remember, we spent damn near twenty years falling in love with these guys. So, like, oh, 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 I forgot Thor, dude. Dude, they're doing a female Thor. They literally got rid of all of the males and was like, yo, we're going to do all females. Now, that's gangster to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, what about the guys that really did fall in love with these original characters? You just got rid of all these guys and you think hey, that guy, the fans are not going to have an listen, issue with it? No, y'all guys can still be in love get with him. those guys. Get him. But get him. we done men as the superheroes for like forever, yo. 
That's a it fact. Even, but it doesn't even matter. Like you know, saying but, this is yo, Joyce and but, Marvel is but doing what their a, thing. But what about us guys that have a pseudo gay relationship with these men, and then like, yo, what happens? You done took our you to you, you done took our, our gay. Yeah, you're right, but you no, but we can't. You took them away. We don't have it no more. So they now we gotta go watch the original. You can watch the Black Panther, the original. <laughs> but I, I want to see. Right. I want to see he a new one, though. There. I want to see new. I said I want to see new hey, stuff. I don't. You know, you know, in the original Black Panther, he's still alive. <laughs> Until so the end of the. I mean, you know. Spoiler alert. Okay, <laughs> this man had a kid. This man had a kid, and we know for a fact that he's gonna grow up to be Panther. Look, in my mind, I can see us. Oh my God, JS. Yes. What? You know you're on camera, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't he's say one word. I'm just fast forward. He's going, we're going, you know, time elapse. He's going to get older. I think because of um, Kang, some, some time related, we're going to see him age up. He's going to be aged appropriately. And then we're going to see. Not a kid version, you know. We might see a kid version in a couple Wakanda TV three. shows. Yeah, and then by the time um, what kind of three come out, he's gonna be of age. And like somebody said, we might see uh, by that time we'll see a uh, storm or somebody. But we're gonna get a male adult male version of T'Challa, and I think that's gonna happen. But mm. this whole recasting just so we can have what Denzel's Denzel's uh, son uh, playing T'Challa or whoever you think should play T'Challa just so half of America be like, Yo. he didn't T'Challa. That ain't going to work. No, Yo, that not. would be hard if Denzel Washington's son was to become T'Challa. That would be crazy. He would that's, he would kill that. He that's, would that's kill that. I don't necessarily say that's what I want. I actually like Sherry. I think I think they really did a good job of Sherry stepping into that space. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you know what I mean? And that's <laughs> comic book accurate. The door for this me. is comic book <laughs> accurate. She did, she did take the mantle for a while as a Black Panther. Right, right. Um, I and, and honestly, I would love to see the next film where she has to she gets challenged by. I would love to see her get challenged by a bunch of dudes and she whips all of their butts and then like really earns that space and then decides, yeah, I don't really want it. Like, uh, I'm going to hand it off to one of the dudes I beat. I'm like, oh, Yo, you can have it. Like, you know what I mean? Just make sure when I come back, you keep the throne clean type vibe. You I'm, know thinking I'm thinking she is going to be the queen. I'm thinking she's just going to rock the whole queen role because if you remember, M'Baku back to the falls and was like, hey, I'm ready to challenge somebody. So this is the challenge to see who's going to be the new Black Panther. So I can see I can see uh, Mr. Duke um, playing M'Baku Black Panther for Mm. for a while. He'll probably, if there's another Avengers movie, he'll probably be the Mm. Black Panther in those movies or TV show that comes out, mm-hmm. but then by the right. time we're ready for Ryan to do his third movie with Black Panther, we'll have young Prince T'Challa um, come back and do his thing. That's how so. I let see me it. let me ask you this because you know Don't it seemed me. like you didn't you you weren't really a fan of my choice. Who would be your choice 
to play like a, a grown T'Challa, not a not a kid T'Challa. Who would you like to play grown T'Challa replacement for what you call it T'Challa? No, I feel you. Um, and I um, I didn't dislike it, <laughs> but um, I mean that is, I mean he is up next, you know, because Chadwick was doing everything. He was bodying every role, you know what I'm saying? Even though if he didn't look like somebody, his skills were so good that his acting was so good that he looked like Thurgood Marshall. You know what I'm saying? You Whatever he did, he embodied that role, all right? So mm-hmm. I'm thinking that you may have a point with um, – what is Denzel's Washington's son name? I can't – David. David Washington. David. So mm-hmm. David – he could be, he could be a good, he could be a good choice. But with the whole recast T'Challa thing, I never thought about it. It was never anything that came into my mind as this like he would be a good actor. Like I may right. have thought about it for a little bit when he had passed away. I was just like, oh man, what are they going to do with um, the movie? Because I know he had passed away during pre-production. I do believe. So. Mm-hmm. I was just like that was the only time I really thought what's going to happen in my back of my mind. I was just like, oh, they gonna hit us with a curveball and right. It is actually some they actually recast someone. No, right, right. They just brought in they just brought in the kid. I was just like, bang. That was yeah, crazy. yeah. I I I think that was an ingenious idea. I mean, I think they really did a genius job. But like, uh, like let me. I just want to further defend my David Washington. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. My, I, I want to further defend my David Washington choice, and the reason why I'm defending David Washington is I just saw him in Tenet, and he did such a phenomenal job of playing a complex character. You know, he knew how to exert confidence mm-hmm. without being over the top. Uh, he knew how to be, you know, regal. He knew how, he knew how to be suave, but he also had the physicality. You know, what I mean, he could do he could do those complicated fight scenes. You know, what I mean, and having somebody with acting chops and also having the physicality is hard. And then also having looking like you can own a room, you know, and he got that from his father. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of like you walk into a room, you command respect you command presence you know what i'm saying that's what something that i was wondering about watching shuri like it took her a while before she she took on that air like when she walked in the room and she took up space because it it, it seemed like when she's in her lab she's confident when she's in the throne room yeah and when she's cool. around all these delegates she kind of like you know she kind of shrinks down and i feel like that was done intentionally so like you know seeing her kind of like you know learn how to like get in that room and take space up which is that's a part that's a part of being a royal is like you you have this confidence you have this air you know i mean thing about you so like and david washington naturally has that so um yo ink boy give me your choice if you could choose exclusive once Idris Elba to play back Black Panther. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> that nigga does not got the muscle definition to be. Ah, uh, no, no. What? Are you serious? And he's going to be too old. He's going to be yeah. too old. Nah. He, but, look, but look, we got just like, just, no, we got just like Batman. 
Go ahead. Just, <laughs> just like two Batman, we got two people. Two out of three again. Two out of three again. <laughs> I'm shutting up. I'm shutting up. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm shutting up. No, I'm no, saying you got to shut up. I got on there and I just saw that. But it was just, yeah. My bad. What was yeah, your question, look, I mean, he is, he's too old in my opinion. Look, if we finally, we look, if we going to build up young Toussaint, a.k.a. Prince T'Challa, we can't just skip the good years. We're talking about we need a franchise actor that's going to be with us for the next 10 years. So if it's oh, not you David, killing Adrian? Yeah. No, I'm not killing him. I'm just saying he's going to be too old. He's already got gray in his beard. You know what I'm saying? He's heavy. Imagine him inside the uh the habits, the, the Black Panther habits. I mean, right, look, right, 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 right. Yeah, no, nah, that's not going to work. Look, he needs to just go be uh, be James Bond James and be Bond. happy with that. Yeah. Just be James Bond, all right? Look, but we if we're not going to get David, we need to get some young black man that... I just don't want that yeah. one dude who's, who, who Ant-Man just ran into. And like that... Uh, uh, yeah, you talking the, about um the, the dude, dude that's gonna the... be Kang. He can't be yeah. Kang and Black Panther. Yeah, right. that's not possible. Yeah, yeah they, that's what I'm saying. He can't just, play you know, two. But you talking about Majors? You know, His the last name is Majors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. As all right. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out here real quick. What about Lakeith Stanfield? Ugh. Nope. Lakeith no. is a mighty fine actor. But says who? his uh, look, says is he who? gonna put on twenty pounds of who muscle or who? Is he? No, no, no. What? I'm saying like who said that he's a fine actor? I feel like remember when they said that Will Smith was like saying all all the uh the whole he knew he memorized the whole script. You don't like Lakeith? I don't. You bugging yo, Lakeith is like dope. Calculated, he did good. And what? Okay, like, two out of three. Out. Two out of three. Two out of three. <laughs> Why you hating on? I I I bang with Lakeith, bro. I I feel like he could pull it off. You know what I'm saying? J Kel said, "I love Lakeith, but no, nah, damn, that's crazy. That's super crazy." Oh, uh, all right, look. Hold on. If they what? If they let that damn Tyrese into the MCU, <laughs> David could maybe. Yo, stop it. Hold on. Where's my sound effect? Oh, one second. Look what? Hmm. You play that. Oh, snap. Ah, right, get out of here. No. No, J. Kells. <laughs> bad J. Kells. Bad. No, bad, bad J. Kells. No, no. Look, um, all right. So, what did y'all think of the uh, Chadwick tribute? Uh, I mean, the whole movie pretty much uh, had tributes throughout, especially in the beginning with the murals and everything. But yeah. at the mm-hmm. very end, that tribute. Yeah, all I definitely heartfelt. I was like, if they would have played his voice at any point during that tribute. It was going to be a wrap. Everybody yeah. in that theater would have been crying. And ooh, and then also when the you know the Marvel in the beginning when they showed the yeah, yeah. yes, they was they going for nothing but all the way. Yeah, yeah, nothing but him, Chadwick on there. Mm. And then to add a touch was make it silent. Oh, bro, they was they was trying to yeah. get you. I was just yeah. like y'all go cry today. 
Mm-hmm. Oh no, they, they got me. They okay, got me. AJ, that's, that is that's bigger you. That's a real yeah, man yeah. right there. I'm a I'm a, <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a real hobo. Yep, yep, yep. It was definitely one of those moments. Yo, there were a few times when I cried and and Mom Duke's passing. And and Shuri just pumping on her chest, and I was just like, "No, nah, I don't do this to me, bro." Because I honestly, <laughs> I didn't see, I didn't see that coming. I didn't Great. see it coming. That's so when it happened, I didn't see it coming. Yo, I, and the thing, even with her standing behind the glass, I thought something else. I didn't see. I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even think that was gonna happen. So like when she died, I'm like, "Hold up, bro!" Like we yeah, just got. She made- and and she like this is right, but, yeah, like after, right after the scene where she had made the speech in the throne room, like that made me cry because like she, when she fired Shorty and yeah. like screamed on everybody in the oh. room, I was like, Woo. have I not given everything? Like and it and it wasn't all right. So so the thing that made it powerful is that I I understood what that moment was about. It was not she was she was lashing out out of out of trauma and out of pain. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with she lost the, it had family. nothing. Yeah, family. like she had yeah. a moment. Like she was having a moment where she was just like she just snapped and it was just like you know what I mean. And everybody and the thing is everybody in that room felt guilty at the same time like everybody no. like you can see Shorty that every person sued for wrongful termination <laughs> like you know what i'm saying because like <laughs> the princess chose to go on her own recall like, no, 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 no 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 the leader said can i can shuri go and then she said i'll take care of her at that moment she took responsibility for the princess that's number one. Number two, you never freaking take the second in command of an entire country out on a mission. She's second now. She's not third or fourth or fifth. She's number two. She was not supposed yeah. to leave the kingdom under any circumstances. I'm telling you, and, in real and, world, and she would never be allowed to do that. I need, I need you and to sum it down now. Child. Sum it down now. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest with you. Like You don't take it. And then on top of that, that's her only living relative. Husband dead, son dead. This all I got. So you about to take her out, man? That's crazy. Yes, J. Kell's wrongful termination was definitely crazy. <laughs> nah, man. Woo. She is a case. J. Kell said I couldn't have taken him speaking, but appreciated the tributes. But the movie has some eye-watering scenes for sure. Mm-hmm. So you cried. Go ahead and say you cried, dog. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I did. They I almost got me. Look, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I got misty, and yeah, I was without a doubt. That's why. I was oh, saying, I got I was misty because like, my oh, daughter man, did it. The Wakanda thing when uh T'Challa did it. So like you know when they did the tribute and like he just kept going like, and I just like looked over and she was like and I was like oh god, all right, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. This is what's happening. <laughs> so I was my daughter, and since we saw this movie every day, she's been saying, I can't stop thinking about this movie. She, she smiles, and she's 12. Okay. And she'll look up at the sky and just smile and just think and be like, I can't stop thinking about this movie. Then, like, on day one, she was just like, I'm inspired. And I was just like, oh, oh I like it. snap. Yeah, and so somebody was asking me, 
um, how I liked it. Um, and because they knew I have a daughter. So is it different because I have a daughter from that perspective? Because with it so being so many, um, so much woman power in the movie, do I look at it differently because I have a daughter? And I never really thought about it. And I didn't even look, I didn't look at the movie as a uh, female empowerment at the time or whatever. It was just, I'm used to certain societies where the matriarch runs it anyway. So this didn't, this wasn't odd, this was odd to me to see the mm. queen running everything and whatnot. So it was just like, this is, and plus with folks dying off, this is all that we had left. So we got to, we got to run it. Do I think right. that mm -hmm. they getting rid of all the black men or whatever? Nah, I'm cool. They told the story they wanted to tell. Uh, they got the curveball with his death. And so they're going to recast, or, you know, we're going to have a, a new T'Challa, a new Black Panther coming soon. So I can live with it. I enjoyed it. And that's just how I feel about things. Okay. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, Ink Boy, did you have uh, any... Uh, did you want to make a speech? About <laughs> well, I can't <laughs> top that one. But... Yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, definitely watching the movie with my daughter. Uh, the perspective, uh, her seeing these strong women, I thought was really awesome. Um, now that like that has been brought to like the attention, I think like there will be, you know... I think with like the new generation, they won't look at it in the sense of uh, female empowerment. It would just be like people empowerment for real, in the sense that like you know, saying like that was a great movie. The women did their thing, but if you watch another movie, the men did their thing. If you watch another movie, you know, what I'm saying it's joint efforts. Like um, I watched that Spider Man joint, you know, what I'm saying, and and then that was really really big of me because I quit for the most part with Marvel after Endgame. Cause like it was too much. Ah. Same way I quit, like you know, saying The Walking Dead when my uh, original cast started to die. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I live in Baltimore. I'm not ready for this emotional roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? So like 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 that whole Moon person and a couple like the other different like Marvel things. I I, I did not see, but like you know what I'm saying? Like I understand. Like you know, what I'm saying yeah, people have person. their plights. You know, some people feel a certain way. Another people feel another way, and that's what makes America. We have the right to be wrong. You have the right to be right. You could do whatever you want here, for real. So, you know what I'm saying? But what we should do is just enjoy that Marvel is just that great, and we're not DC people. Right. We're not I, I DC mean, people. Let me tell you something. Like, uh, as, 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 and you know, I'm definitely not as, uh, I'm not as cool as you guys. I'm not a girl dad. I mean, I have a goddaughter, and. I tell her all of the time that she grew up in a world where women are presented more, I guess, normal, meaning that they are presented as people that can be in charge. The movies mm -hmm. that she saw, she got to she got to be 12 years old and have Wonder Woman and Miss Marvel and mm -hmm. this and that. You know what I mean? So she didn't necessarily have to grow up feeling like well, I didn't. I didn't see myself in 
in the entertainment industry. You know what I mean? Mm. She didn't have nothing. She didn't. She had more than just these uh, caricatures of urban black women. She got to see a diverse uh, cross section of black women from black lawyers to black superstars and black superheroes and black you know what i mean and she could decide who she wanted to be you know what i mean and then now imagine you know you guys' daughter's generation coming up now having even more like you know what i mean uh-huh. so it's like oh i'm it's gonna be interesting to see how that affects them going into <laughs> adulthood like you know what I'm no saying? black boys are gonna stand up like who we got I mean, like, let's be honest, bro. I'm I'm 43 years old. The only thing when I was a teenager, we had Meteor Man. Like, Uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it was cool. Uh, We had, uh, I mean, Blade, but he was like kind of like an anti-hero, like Batman. So, like, yeah, I mean, kind of, sort of. Is he a good guy? I don't know. Um, and 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 like with Blade, Blade was a very he didn't have depth like it, it wasn't like you got you know what i mean they didn't really spend a lot of time in this past they told you the story it was very simple but it's not like if you go youtube batman they got so much stuff to tell you about the history of black man the batman is crazy but like yeah. blade is not the same so it's like you didn't get the you might have loved blade because he was cool but it's not like, yo, you know, he can bench a thousand pounds and he could jump 16 roofs and he can, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have all of this depth of history that you can like, you know, build out, you know, off of that. So like, you know, us growing up, man, like we didn't have all that. So like, See, I love I, did, the I didn't dive into like their backgrounds like that neither. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know Batman's parents got murked by going down the alley and they shouldn't have. And you know what I'm saying? Blade. Mother got bit by a vampire. Like I, th- I felt like it was like it was on the same lines. Uh, see, Batman got money. Blade didn't. You know what I'm saying? It's like to me. See, the, but the they. Shallow. No, no, I hear what you're saying, but like, all right, I remember <laughs> vividly that Iron Man had a book called the Iron Manual, and in that book, it had like schematics for suits, and it had breakdowns for all of these different things, all of these different structures that he had. Batman had books based on like his gear and like, yo, the batarang and the thing. And it's built out of this. And it had titanium and plutonium. They really so did. I, I, I see. Where, okay. I see where you're going. I see where you, that is based upon popularity because right. of the popularity of those two characters. The story is able to continue to grow. We can build out more stories and right. the, uh, the little acid and stuff on the side that you can. Right. Blade is a niche title that is only in the right. vampire section of Marvel Comics. And then for them to put it out and make it a vampire comic book movie that just happened to blow up and happened mm-hmm. to save Marvel and happened to pave the way for the MCU that we know together was just everything coming together um everybody loved new line cinemas back in the day you can't go wrong with uh mm-hmm. wesley snipes and then i mean he was just he was cool killing vampires i mean cool i mean you just that's what we needed back in the 90s now mm-hmm. with that said if the tv uh, not the tv show if the new movie comes out you know you're going to get a more all of that. fleshed out backstory. All of that. And 
when he joins the, on the his Marvel car. Universe, you gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're going to see more of him everywhere, which means we're going to have more uh, classic monsters, vampires, or whatever, because he's killing monsters. That's, that's his job. That's what he does. He's angry because he is got the powers of vampire or whatever, but he can be in the daytime. Uh, what I want to say is this next thing, kind of staying with the movies, is the way that Marvel changes the background of a character. For instance, in this story, uh, Namor is from Atlantis, but now mm -hmm. Namor is 500 years old at least from a, a old Mayan civilization. Mm -hmm. And coming up in the future, Wonder Man, I don't know if y'all know about him, he's a white dude. He's going to be played by a, a black actor. All right. Uh, why you why did you say something when JS was nagging? Well, look, he was nagging. Look, I needed, <laughs> I needed free space to talk. All right. And then we've had <laughs> we have some people in the past that have been uh a lot of white people don't like it when uh, they change the race of a character for some reason. They do not. I don't have a problem with it. If that character is so vanilla that it doesn't matter if they're black or white, go ahead, give them some spice, give them a background story. And that's how I feel about Namor. Namor is infinitely more interesting to me because he has that that culture behind him, yeah. you know, like a real world behind him but then they also instead of using Atlantis which was a small because then people were talking about well Aquaman's Atlantis was better no we got Tolokan which is a Mayan civilization underwater big shout out to Ryan Cooler for learning how to swim so he could shoot all of that underwater because that looked beautiful so yeah. I've said a mouthful so the main thing I want y'all to talk about is recasting, uh, but you know, changing a character. The backgrounds of MCU. Them. I'm mm -hmm. I'm all for it, um, especially with them connecting the dots with like the Mayan uh, history. That made it like even to me, it made it more real. And from there, it gained the background and the support of those people. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like you know, of course, if they was to, like recast like Black Panther and make him, you know, say like another race, it would be like an issue. But as far as like it being Atlantis that they just switched it up on, that's that's not a bad switch for real. Um, from my perspective, you know, um, I think I'm starting to understand the Marvel formula, like they are trying to find ways to anchor characters in a way where us as the viewer can fall in love with it with so much fantasy. It's kind of hard to relate to fantasy characters because there's no space in reality. But when you anchor the, these, these major characters into cultures that we are familiar with, there's an immediate connection, mm -hmm. you know, just the fact that they, Oh, they announced, Oh, he's going to be 
you know, like they, you see the skin tone, you see the the face of the actor playing it, and you see that this person is Mexican, and you see that it's gonna be based off of like Mayan culture and and, and South American culture, and then to see how they play it against Black culture, like there's an immediate connection. It's gonna immediately bring an emotional response, and it has nothing to do with the writing. I mean, it has nothing to do with the comic book. So, like, um, if you notice, Marvel has done an, an ingenious job of connecting every major character to a culture. Now, not only does that help them tell a story, not only does that help us connect to the character, but also it gives more credence to, uh, hold on for a second. It also allows, it also allows marvel to connect culturally with different countries on a deeper level so say if marvel ain't big in south america they have now a south american character that whole country is gonna uh -huh. rally the same way they did in china the reason why you're gonna give them a movie is because china wants to see a character in that universe that resembles them the same thing with dark knight i mean excuse me with moon knight doing a you know uh, you know, doing a Middle Eastern character so that they can tap in. Yeah. It gives them somebody that they can identify with and they can connect with. And that's so, and, and to me, I feel like that's super important when you want to keep your sales high over a long period of time. You know, taking that time to like, yo, let's create a character for every culture on this planet so that everybody has somebody to call their own so that we can sell games, we can sell uh, we can sell movies, we can sell toys. You know what I mean? Every little girl on the planet is going to see, see their self in a character. Every little boy is going to see their self in a character. And as you know what I mean? I think that's just pure genius on that part to, for them to remove their own personal cultural bias and say, Hey, let's be responsible. Let's be respectful to every culture. You know what I'm saying? And, and even more, you see how they didn't do it in black Adam and how it was trash. Black Adam was so trash. Because of the fact that they did what Hollywood normally do. I'm hearing they mixed just, reviews and people saying that Black Adam was really good. Ah, uh, have you seen Black Adam? Not yet. No. <laughs> when you when you do come back and talk to me, but like you know, that, that I, I didn't really enjoy that. But go ahead. I want to piggyback off of something that you said. Um, it was, oh, one of the things I wanted to say was with the more method right now, it's kind of like they're fixing the sins of their forefathers. Because if you think about it, when Marvel was created, it's a bunch of old white people creating characters that are just white, right? So there was no reason for them they could have created black characters back in the day mm -hmm. but they didn't right. they did what they knew a lot of these right. characters that have created could have been black or any other race uh, but it wasn't right. unless it was a stereotype right. or a caricature alright so now right. Marvel now is like we don't have to do that no more we can make it do what it do like this <clears throat> right here it can be you know what I'm saying and I, I I, for one, I dig it. It's like, we know Black Panther can't be Italian. That's not going to work. Because <laughs> the basis of the Black Panther is from Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I got you. Hey, big shout-outs to uh, Drew Garrett is in the building. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm glad you got everything worked out. 
Um, before we leave, I at least wanted you to be able to tell us what you thought about the movie. And then you had a question that you wanted to ask me. Said. And can he mute his television, bro? We can we can hear your television, sir. I got you. Thank you, brother. Is that better? <clears throat> Uh, I think it's better. Hold on, that might be that might be Ink Boy. Let me let me mute him. There you go. That was you, sir. All right, sir. Go okay. ahead, Mr. Grant. Garrett, excuse me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> again, thanks for having me on the show again. And um, I kind of did hear like the last three four minutes of uh, the conversation, and I'm I'm on the fence. I'm really on the fence about Black Panther. I think it was a wonderful movie, very well done, very action. The action, the acting, everything was on point. I thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed it. However, I did have a problem with one thing. And that one thing is the um, culture. And the problem I had with it is if you're a comic person, you know that Namor was the king of an Atlantis. If you do the history, he was an Atlantean. He was the history. And they changed it to represent South America. That's fine and dandy. I love that. Um, a lot of the gangs here in California, especially Hispanic gangs, really relate to that culture, the Aztecs in South America. And you see the gang members with those tattoos on their body. <laughs> The problem I had with that is the fighting was black and brown. I had a problem with us fighting against people who, against the brown people. There's already is already enough racial tension here in California. I mean, you go into a Hispanic community, they don't want black people there. And for them, and, and Ryan Coogler, being from California, I think this should have been something he knows or experienced. I certainly have. I've seen it. You know, I've seen riots in um, predominantly Mexican schools against black people and, and, and vice versa. But I did have a problem with um, us, the Wakandans, which we know is fictional, but it still represents black people fighting Namor's people, which now is not Atlantis, or it could have been some aliens. It's now South Americans, which is who brown people identify with. I really wish that he had made it uh, either kept it with the Atlanteans or had made it an, an maybe even a race from, you know, an alien species. I, I, I didn't like the, the, black and, the, the war against black with black and brown people. That's the only problem I had with that film. I, I would like to jump in and say that, that I feel is, like it was uh, an interesting point. Was that wasn't the, yeah, I feel like they that was intentional. I feel like the whole. Uh, oh yeah, it definitely was intentional. But yeah, if you grew up or you know the history between us, I don't think that was represented right. I think okay. it was definitely um, an issue, like that was you know apparent but like the way they panned the movie out and you know they pretty much they shook hands at the end even though they <clears throat> they have ulterior motives it still made it we're cool yeah but i, I was a little uncomfortable because i was at a theater <clears throat> in chino california and the theater was predominantly all hispanics it was one white person and one black person the black person was myself 
And after seeing the Hispanics lose, I was a little uncomfortable when I left the theater. But then you gotta remember, like the you know we we when we had Black Panther one, you know what I'm saying we showed up and Kente cloth and all that type of stuff for real. It was our time to shine. I think with this movie right here, it was their opportunity because they don't have a superhero per se. And, and, and if like, I might jump, you know go ahead. I mean, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, they didn't lose. They were right. about to That's win. Like, yo, yo, the, the, yo, the, the, the Spanish dudes was whooping our ass. What kind of was losing, bro? We losing had bad. We had we was hey. <laughs> Yeah, right. But, <laughs> hey, but Black Panther could have easily took his head off, and that crap would have been over right then and there. Nah, they would have gone had, crazy if they no, had killed old had, boy. No, no, all she had to do was fly over that boat with her with that head in his hand, and they would have lost their mind. They would have jumped in that water and disappeared. And they wouldn't have did oh, that at oh, all. Oh, they they would have killed everybody. Oh, what are you talking about, dude? dude they didn't every, kill everybody. No, they wouldn't. Have. In every war, you cut no. the head off of the leader. The war yeah. is over. When you break the head of a spear, when you break the head of a spear, you can no longer use that spear. They would have to go find new leadership. That's a that's that's a cool concept, bro. But let's look let's let's go back to the but, end of the film. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait, let me, how, much, how much more time what, do we have? Needed. How much more time do we have? I just want to I just want to make this one point. One more point, yo. Yo, what happened when dude up there painting the picture at the end of the movie? He put the black people in the space. Who who came from out of the back? Little shorty. Hey, man, why you going on? And let them do their thing, man. Like, so she was pissed. She wanted to take. She was like, bro, we could have took him out. Like, why you why you back down? Why? And he was just like, you know, he gave his reasoning. But at the end of the day, if he had died, they would have wiped all of them black dudes off yes. the planet, bro. That's and that's we would a rat. Black Panther three. <laughs> <laughs> would have had no black. Panther. It'd have been a rat, we bro. Would have it'd be a. <laughs> if most of these people have the power of the Hulk, it's a problem. And mm-hmm. I didn't think so. I thought it was it's, just it's um, a real your, problem. Your think about it. All the pressure from the ocean on their shoulders got to make you super strong. I mean, if you can, if you can live because of all of that pressure or whatever, you already know you're coming out like a super saiyan already. And so, mm-hmm. a man up, and then they got vibranium too. I mean, look, we are already look. The vibranium was up an advantage. Now and we got the, our enemy is super powered, and they got vibranium. It's it's a problem. And, and they and they got that that little song they was doing that mermaid song that was making people jump uh, off yes, ship. Yes, the sirens. So they were yeah. like mermaid sirens for real. So right. it's like, yeah, like it's honestly, rat, like well, that was well, that was well done. A, a, I like yeah. how they incorporated yeah. that. Right. Wakanda had every right to lose right there for real. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out J. Kells. Thank God the three. Remember Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, 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 uh, oh. mastermind. What, what, what did he what did he say to the, yeah. uh, the uh the queen when he got out the water? He was like, Yo, I could show up with more people than like you know saying <laughs> like, like it was something crazy, like more people I than mean, there is mosquitoes yeah, he or something like that. Security. Like, <laughs> right. He bypassed security of the one nation that has not been conquered by any colonizer, and this dude just right. showed up. 
at her secret at, at her favorite spot in Wakanda. Her was favorite like, spot. Hey, lady, what's happening? Right, like, you know, I can I can come she, whenever hey. I want to. She, she Yo, was picnicking on the people. beach with her daughter. Yeah, man, he popped up in shorts with a stick. You know what I'm right. saying, and, and his jewelry on. That you know right. how gangster is that? He ain't had no shirt on. He ain't had no shoes, no pants. He had drawers on. He came showing up in his drawers. It was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but look, hey. it's, it's just one of those things. Like, look how the colonizers are pitting us against each other. It was just like, mm-hmm. look, hey, look, we already know what's popping. One side is just like, hey, let's just kill them all. Look, let's just kill them all because if we don't, they coming for us. And then mm-hmm. the other side is just like, yeah, we would, we used to be where you was at, but I'm, we cool over here. As long as we keep all this technology and stuff that we created, uh, mm-hmm. we straight because I know if they get their hands on it, it's gonna be a problem. They won't. Yeah. Not only will they affect us, it's they gonna tear up the rest of the world. So to mm-hmm. prevent that, I don't care how many sanctions they talking about. Hey, you're not giving us no what kind of technology. Of course I'm not, cause I y'all everything that you touch you destroy. So if I'm gonna give you some stuff that'll help you destroy, what I look like? I look like Boo Boo the Fool that at that point. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. You can't sometimes it's just like, yo, I want to be your friend. I want to be your ally, but you got to calm down, dog, because every time we go out, you get into a fight. I don't want to get into a fight all day. I just want to chill out and sip my strawberry daiquiri and just chill. But no, here you go popping off. What you say, telecon? Bam, there you go. You're throwing a water <laughs> grenade. Now half the people are dead because they can't swim. You know, shout out to those water grenades because that was that was water grenades. Was awesome. just like, Yo, Hold you, on, you and, can't and stop riding that. A, and what riding you a whale? Riding a whale? Oh, dog! When they came in on the whale and the orcas, I was just like, you know how bad when they was in the city on the orca. When they ah. was in the city with the whale, they jumped off the whale yeah. to get on the bridge. <laughs> Hey, 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 dog, ain't nothing you can do. That, they showed up with the whale. Well, they come with the whales and the orcas. It's just like, well, look, that's it. What, what, what we got? We got rhinos, dog. My rhinos versus your whale. <laughs> what, what we going to do? Yeah, all right. We got we got to shut this down, bro. We, got, we almost had two hours. Come on, Mastermind. Yo. What, what, what we got to do to get up out of here? Yeah, I would just want to say, all right, yo. I appreciate y'all. As you can see, we can talk about this for at least another 30 minutes. If you haven't seen uh, the movie, you need to go see it ASAP. Tell all your friends to go see it. Let's get this thing to a million, a billion dollars, a billion plus, all right? A billion plus worldwide. I want to thank everybody that was here. Big shout out. Yo, Drew, I'm so glad that you made it. And I'm so glad that you were able to leave your comment. Yeah, sorry I was late. Yeah, because Gentlemen, the comment you know, was a pleasure. Was yeah, it was a pleasure talking yes, with three intelligent brothers. And, you know, I'm sorry I was late. I wish I you know, had a little bit more time, but I appreciate all you guys. Thank you. No, no man, and I appreciate you. And congratulations. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations on the film when you won your award. I just wanted to say that live. Uh, oh, wow. Big ups to you, my friend. Thank big you, ups bro. to you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I got a shout out to Jake Kells. He a fool. He said, I was going to help my white neighbor rake leaves. Not now. <laughs> Man, yeah, you are special, dog. 
<laughs> Shout out to Ink Boy. Ink Boy, thank you for being on the show. And I want each Man, and every one of y'all me. Sundays, 6 p.m. Uh, the Nerd Black Nerd Podcast, bbclife.com. Again, 6 p.m. Sunday. Black Nerd Podcast to get my thumbs up, see approval. Y'all need to rock with them because they are hilarious and they drop knowledge all the time and it's fun. JS1 held me down once again on the boards. You are that dude. Real quick, we're about to end this show. Last words. Go ahead. Uh, last words. We're going with you, Ink Boy. What you got to say? Kick your shout outs or whatever. Uh, hey, honestly, shout out to you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. The show is definitely funny as hell. Y'all crazy as shit. Uh, thank you again, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, my dude, uh, Drew, what you got to say? Last word. Hey, man, shout out to all y'all brothers, man. I appreciate y'all's time. I appreciate, you know, being able to just kick it and and and, and um and rap with y'all. Uh, I look forward to doing it again. And um, just, just peace. JS1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, shout out to all of y'all. Um, shout out to everybody that took their time out of their life to go and take their family, their kids, everybody, like, all the black people. Uh, you know, I couldn't get y'all to go see The Woman King. I couldn't get y'all to go see uh, any other black films. But I I'm happy that y'all sell out degenerate black folk went and go to at least saw black panther so i'm saluting y'all and i'm saying thank y'all for that you know what i mean if y'all need to continue to support black creatives especially like mastermind uh like let's do this man let's let's continue to support our own and let's continue to have these great conversations i feel like it's so necessary you know what i mean big dog came in here uh -huh. talking about yo we don't want to have fights between black and brown so like you know what i mean we're gonna have to find some spanish people and bring them on the show uh talk about salsa music and and, and uh and and, and salsa dip you know what i mean let's holler at pitbull and other than that, man, y'all get some rest, get some food in y'all systems, yeah, yeah. and we're gonna know, check I out. I know y'all got pulled. Somebody that got Pitbull's number. Mm. Yeah. Big shout out. Look, next week we got uh tech. We're doing tech. My man from Silicon Valley Womb is gonna be in the building. And then on November 29th, Kathy Lincoln, a very good casting director that y'all need to know about. She's gonna be in the building. Free, free for free. She usually charged for this. She's going to be on our show. So if you're an actor, you want to know about acting stuff, Kathy is the person to listen to and to talk to. Big shout Let's out go. to uh, DFL in Corporate for sponsoring the show um, in November and in December. If you want to sponsor the show, just holler at your boy. And that is it. I just wanted to say thank y'all to each and every one of y'all. Jay Kells, Miriam, and everybody else that was in the chat. Thank you very much much i love y'all next week peace mm. yeah. hey it's your man mastermind and the indie show all things indie is sponsored by domestic financial management llc that's right dfm llc has been in the credit score improvement business since 2008 their services include home loan modification services credit building program stopping harassment credit strong program and a check it credit monitoring service for more details call 909-279-7843 that's 909-279-7843 
Once again, that's 909-279-7843. And ask for Will, all right? You can also find them online at www.dfmllc4.com. That's www.dfmllc4.com. Domestic Financial Management, LLC. Masterminded by mastermind, the plot thickens. Good riddance to other pies, the eyes against them. Tuesday at 8 p.m., we back in business. Key is in the building, Jay is in the building. Giving the feeling that most of y'all been missing. All things indie, is it banging or whack? Can't call it, but we'll be the judge of that. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we indie, ain't no canceling this. And logic came through with the verbal assist. Majorly, we indie, ain't no canceling this. And I'm gone. And I'm gone. 